Welcome to the Taz Show Podcast. Uh, thanks to our friends at uh, Fanshawe College, the Alumni Association. They did a screening of the Captain Marvel movie last night. Went and checked it out. One of the highlights of this film is the soundtrack. Like, this is great. It's cool that it's coming out on International Women's Day, too, right? The soundtrack, very female heavy. Some heart. Also takes place in the 90s, right? <laughs> so good this is jam, all the soundtrack? Right? These are all in the movie, yeah. Remember this one? Yeah. This is pretty obvious. Courtney Love, Celebrity Skin. I find it hilarious that there was any sort of controversy surrounding this movie's release. Like, it's ridiculous. Uh, Brie Larson, the star of the movie, made a comment that there should... There's not a... There's too many male, white film reviewers, and she'd like to see things be a little more diverse in that area and then there was a huge backlash and white men on the internet were saying we're not gonna go see the movie now you've done it marvel the audience last night was probably 95 percent white men <laughs> they're going to see the movie they're pot committed at this point they've already seen 15 other marvel movies what they're gonna skip this one mm-hmm. after that cliffhanger at the end of infinity war they're not, they're not staying home. They're going to check out Captain Marvel. Even if just to crap on it later on the internet. You know what I mean? It was... They know what they're doing over there at Marvel Studios. It was a fun movie. It was pretty straightforward. Beginning, middle, end. If it wasn't International Women's Day, Taz, would you be just as nice about this movie? It, dude. It's, it's, it's getting semi-mixed reviews online. It wasn't my favorite Marvel movie, but it was... Adequate. Mm-hmm. There was some good chuckles in it. The relationship between Captain Marvel and Samuel L. Jackson, who the the way they make these guys look young in these movies, Samuel L. Jackson, not for a minute are you like they use CGI to make this dude look 25, 30 years younger. Hmm. He looks like he did back in the 90s. Yeah. And it looks perfect. It's crazy. Is it CGI? Yeah, this is makeup for him. No, no, it's CGI, and it looks perfect. But there's some good laughs in the movie. The plot line, it's okay. There's a couple good callbacks to other Marvel movies, and it ties things in nicely. The '90s theme is kind of fun, and well, what do you want? Yeah did it did it kind of fit in in a decent way to the Avengers movie? Because that was the cliffhanger at the end. Was the Captain Marvel logo right at the end of the movie? So you think that she has a big impact on the movie. I will uh, just give a little spoiler warning. I'm not going to say anything major, but uh, if you're hardcore and you don't want to know anything going into the movie this weekend, then maybe you want to tune out for a second. Yeah, of course. Okay. <laughs> it, it sets it up like perfectly. 
the end scene in Infinity War is set up at the end of uh, Captain Marvel. Okay. And there is a post-credit scene that uh, you should... St- there's two of them you should stick around for. The last one's just kind of uh, a gag that's pretty funny, but... Well, it's a gag in more ways than one. Hmm. You'll get it once you watch it. Okay. <laughs> but uh, it, it was good. It tied in more with Guardians of the Galaxy than I expected. Hmm. It's got a lot to do with Guardians of the Galaxy as well. Interesting. Uh, good soundtrack. Uh, it, it beats you over the head a little bit with the whole she's a woman thing. You know, yeah. It's like Black Panther. We've talked about this. The difference between Black Panther and um, Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man movie, Into the Spider-Verse, is Spider-Man, Miles Morales, he just, it's, it's not like the, a major plot point that he's black. He's just a black superhero, and you, it's not like they don't keep bringing it up yeah. and, and, and you know reference it. In Black Panther, it's like... They're kind of, you can tell there's some studio execs like, we have to make this the blackest movie possible. <laughs> well, well, the storyline revolves around international politics too, so it kind of sure. works. But it's the same. You can tell that there was some studio execs saying, okay, we need to really make, remind people throughout the movie that she's a woman. Well, I don't think it's a coincidence that it came out on International Women's Day too. I, and part of the trailers, it was like, time for a hero. You know right. what I mean? It's, it's, which is great. Like, I mean, yeah, did you saw Wonder Woman? I never saw Wonder Woman. Was it rah rah lady too, or was it kind of more subtle? It was a, it was a little more subtle than Captain Marvel. Like this is totally the female superhero movie. Like you yeah. know, they're like, okay, we're making a female superhero movie. We need to make a couple jokes about men and mm-hmm, of course, it's funny though. It's good. Whatever. It's different than what we've seen so far from the Marvel universe. I would say go see it if you've watched the other Marvel movies. Yeah. You have to. Like, I want to see it, you know? I'm not excited to see the movie necessarily, but I've got to see how it fits into the Avengers. Right. You know? And she's, uh, she does kick some butt when she unleashes her powers. She, uh, is a pretty tough lady. Hmm. Captain Marvel in theaters now. And we're going to get to, uh, this at some point where there is no more cash. Cash doesn't exist anymore either. No currency? Just have your your debit card, your bank card, your credit card, or some sort of eye scan or chip in your thumb Yeah, that lets you pay for stuff, but it's not happening anytime soon in Philadelphia. A city just passed a new law this week says stores can't have, uh, can't be cashless. They have to keep accepting cash. There's some stores there that were um, saying we don't accept cash. You have hmm. to pay with with a debit card or a credit card. But apparently it's against the law. And if you don't accept cash and you're reported, you're facing a fine of $2,000. That's I, I like that because I feel like if a society became corrupt... You know, if you forced everybody to have to have a credit card and have to pay due, like your bills and have to pay interest, you're enabling those yeah, banks. Yeah, and like the, you can't give them more control. You don't have the option to just keep it in a mattress. Yeah. Hmm. You carry cash around with you usually. Uh, I try to. I, that, that's that's a good way to not spend more money than you want. Is if you like 
put cash in your wallet. Like I, I, I'm trying to budget better than I have in the past, and that was one of the pieces of advice I got was like take out a certain amount of money at the start of the week. And that's, that's your, your money fun for the money. week. Because you know now that you can tap the credit card, dude. It's so easy. I just started tapping six months ago, and I'm, I got like a three thousand dollar credit card bill. Next thing I knew, I'm like <laughs> I got to slow it down on the tap in here. The tap is so it's, it's too convenient. It is convenient though. I love it. Yeah. When you're in the the lineup and it's fast too, and you can see like when I see someone in front of me in the grocery store, and they do the tap, it's almost like I want to give them a thumbs up or shake their hand. Like, dude, thanks for keeping the line moving. Yeah. Or especially at like a Tim Hortons drive-through or something like that, when you see that machine come out, you're like, oh god. But if they just hey, put the credit card out the window, tappy, tap. Yeah, done. Well, we're not making a good case for cash because if you're in the drive through lineup and the guy in front of you is paying with a hundred dollar bill yeah yeah and they gotta break it up get change still better though than uh, uh, connecting connecting registering approved and waiting and you know would you be into a world without cash sure if you're a criminal <laughs> drug dealer you're gonna say no yeah yeah, I like if you're a business, I thought the old sneaky thing was like cash only. Yeah, off cash the books, cash right? jobs on the side, yeah. right? And we're wondering if you guys are ready for that. A society that is completely cashless. No, I am not ready to go cashless whatsoever. Um, it's just, think, think of all these little things, right? All right, your friend comes over and helps you do some chores around the yard one day, right? And you're like, oh, I just feel like giving him 20 bucks or something. Well, you know... Now, Interact e-transfer. Well, I mean, I mean, there is e-transfer and stuff like that, but uh, I mean... Uh, Let's not set I, the precedent of paying our friends for helping us do stuff around the house. Hey, man, you know what? That, that's why my friends help me around the house. Maybe I don't have real friends. Maybe that's my issue. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe it's an underlying issue. Maybe that's what I'm really looking at. Yeah, that's, the government and the banks could potentially find out about every transaction you have in your life if there's no cash. And it charge you for every transaction. Well, right. Exactly. Take a piece. Just, just, just think, think of a little thing like this. Right? I buy free range eggs from a friend of mine who has his own chickens. He looks after them really well. I buy them for $2.50 a dozen. Now, if I have to eat transfer them $2.50 every single time I go to uh, buy eggs from him, I mean, that's just ridiculous, right? Yeah. $2.50, it's in your pocket. You just pass it over. There you go. Done. You, you know what I mean? Well, you, you enjoy your <laughs> eggs this morning. Oh, I, I certainly did. I Thanks bet they're good. Much. <laughs> Thanks for the call. See you, buddy. Richard, you ready yeah, to go cashless? Oh, yeah, ab- absolutely. You know, uh, I was uh, mugged twice. Uh, once when I was 16, once when I was 19. In London? And, uh, no, actually, I was, I was living in Prince Albert, Saskatchewan. Okay. And uh, when I was 16, I had a bunch of cash on me. And, uh, you know, the guy got away with you know, 112 bucks or something like that, and never saw the guy again. Hmm. Then again, uh, when I turned Well, 19, muggers don't usually keep in touch. <laughs> <laughs> and I never right. saw him again. Look he never this, wrote. He yeah. didn't call. Look well, at the sweater well, I bought with your money. <laughs> I mean, you need to Google Prince Albert to see how... Uh, it's a pretty small community, so yeah. you think this guy was just rolling through town, mugging people, and then getting out of there? P- pretty much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then I, I got mugged again when I was 19, and this was uh, actually in Toronto. And uh, all I had was credit cards and debit cards and, you know, ID and stuff like that. So I was like, here, just take the wallet. Ten seconds later, I was able to cancel all the cards, 
Yeah. I, I had stuff sent back to me, and the guy got caught, and, you know, the I think he made away with, like, 50 bucks worth of purchases at a store. And I got all that money back from the bank, you know? So Yeah, so you're, you, this is a safety issue, because obviously you've got a, a very muggable face, Robert. <laughs> well, no, no, since, since 19, I gained about 100 pounds. Mm-hmm. You have? Oh. So you've bulked up to protect yourself. Oh, yeah, there's no one mulk, uh it mugging me. That's yeah, okay. now he carries cash and protein bars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Let's go. That was Richard. Sorry. Robert is on the phone now. What do you think, Robert? Are you ready to get rid of cash? No, I'm not ready myself, personally. Why not? Um, well, I find, uh, I, I don't know, something about just having tangible cash in your pocket. You know what you're spending. Uh, you know you get rid of it. Go out to the bar or something like that, right? I'll take a couple hundred, well, not a couple hundred, a hundred or so. End of the night, I'll know how much I spent. That, right. you know, fun things like betting, things like that. Isn't, or, it, isn't uh, it weird, though, when you go out to the bar and you take a hundred and then you wake up the, the next day and there's 140 in your wallet? <laughs> you go, how many times did I go back to the ATM? Yeah. You're like, hold Maybe. on a second. Yeah. What did really, I do? That, yeah. <laughs> I guess it's the same. If you have your debit card, then you're just tapping away. <laughs> tap, tap, tap. Tap, tap, tap here, tap there. Entertaining story from our friends at Global News. Groom spends night in jail after punching beachgoer in the face moments before wedding ceremony. Uh-oh. A Florida groom spent what was supposed to be his wedding night in jail after he allegedly punched a beachgoer in the face after the man refused to move out of the way for the beachfront wedding ceremony. According to an Ocean Ridge police report, report, the groom was on a beach in Ocean Ridge prior to the start of his wedding ceremony when he asked a 24-year-old man if he'd move his beach chair because it was blocking an area where the wedding party was supposed to stand and obstructing the photographer's camera. According to local news reports... Jeffrey Alvord, the groom, offered the man, the beachgoer, $20 to move. The guy removed, uh, the, the guy refused, and he said, if you want me to move, you have to give me $50. Oh, what a douche. <laughs> this guy's name is Trevor Mooney. So the groom says that two of his groomsmen started talking to this guy, saying, dude, just move. That's when the man stood up in an aggressive manner. The groom said he felt threatened by the man's action, actions and punched the beachgoer in the face. The long-haired guy in the tan suit became irate, Mooney said. Somebody grabbed me and he held me while the guy with the long hair in the bun struck me across <laughs> the face three times in a row. Somebody grabbed my belongings and threw them across the beach. I say rightfully so, man. He, it's not like he was in the background of like a photo and kind of messing up. He was right where the he, groomsmen were supposed to stand. He knew what he was doing, and he refused to move. Like imagine if he didn't move, he would have been in the ceremony. You know, like I, I picture him like being right next to the altar. Am I wrong? <laughs> yeah, that's where the he groomsmen was, stand. All the wedding pictures he was going to be in. <laughs> I'm assuming it's a fairly large beach. I don't know why you wouldn't just move your chair a little bit for the the wedding so- ceremony. A normal person would do that. Wouldn't He's you trying think? to extort fifty bucks out of them. 
But that, you know, that's a, p- a moment where this is why you have groomsmen. It's their job to punch him in the face. Right. You know what I mean? They got to take one for the team. The groom shouldn't be getting his hands. Yeah. The, the best man should have been spending the night in jail. Yeah. For sure. Well worth it. Maybe this this is how the guy makes his living. He just goes and looking for beachfront weddings and <laughs> plops down a lawn chair and waits. Like people who buy website URLs before they become <laughs> yeah, companies. Exactly. <laughs> you want to have your wedding here? 50 bucks. <laughs> Pothole complaints in London, Ontario have tripled over the last three years. Where are the worst potholes in the city? Go ahead. Hey, uh... I find London isn't too bad with potholes. I'm comparing that to places like Sudbury. Um, have you guys ever been to Sudbury this time of year? Yeah. It's hard up there because it gets so so cold. I think it just ruins the roads, and there's so many truckers going through that area, too. It's, uh, it's just rough. Oh, and honestly, when I go up there, it feels like there isn't a road. I just feel like I'm just... It's like, almost like they've given up at this point. Yeah, yeah. Why would we fix the potholes? We're just going to get yeah. more. <laughs> Thanks, man. I think that's exactly it. <laughs> Hi, FM 96. Worst potholes yeah. in London. Where are they? Uh, Bridges Street near the racetrack is one big pothole. If you close your eyes, you could imagine you're in St. Thomas. <laughs> it's that <laughs> bad, how bad, huh? how bad it is, man. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know the city of London spends roughly $400,000 a year uh, filling potholes? Jeez. That's the pothole filling budget there. And we got the complaints in London have tripled over the last three years. I don't know if that means we have more potholes now or people just are better at complaining than they used to be. I think it's probably both. (laughs) Uh, We're asking where the worst potholes in the city are. Hi, what's your name? My name is Zach Gall. Where are the worst potholes in the city of London? I will tell you the worst road right now is Wilton Grove. You'll be dodging potholes all day long from Highbury to 74. Are they deep ones? Oh, they're deep. They're shallow. They're just everywhere. You got a real hodgepodge. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, man. Hi, FM 96. Uh, Hey, are you guys still talking about the potholes? Yeah. You are? Where are they? Where's the worst pothole in London? I... I think the worst pothole is the parking lot of uh, Giant Tiger on, um, what is it, Montgomery Street? That's yeah, not the city's problem, though. No, but it scratches my car every time I go into the parking lot. <laughs> well, what would you rather? Uh, keep pay- paying those low, low prices? Or <laughs> would you, you want them to jack up the prices and fill those potholes? <laughs> a little bit a little bit of uh, less pothole would be nice. A little bit of both? You'll pay an extra... 15 cents on everything if they fix the potholes. Yeah. Hi, FM 96. First of all, my name is Ron. Uh, no, I'm not from the London or Ontario, but I did live there for 20 years. I'm originally from The Rock, but I'm up here now on a holiday. And uh, you guys want to see some rough roads? Come to Newfoundland. <laughs> <laughs> How bad are they? Well, they're bad. <clears throat> there was measurements, and I'm kidding you not, brother, that there were measurements from the top of the asphalt to the bottom of the hole, three feet. <laughs> that, that would eat your car. <laughs> Boy, yeah, man. See, they're not so bad. Stop complaining, London, Ontario. You could live in Newfoundland. <laughs> it's a good feeling, though. Last day of school before March break. Yes, the best. <laughs> 
and parents, I'm sure a lot of parents out there listening have taken the week off next week so they can look after the kids, maybe go on a nice little family vacay. Mm-hmm. You ever do a March break family trip with all your siblings, Jim? Never. All, all six of you crammed into a minivan? We didn't really do trips. We went on one trip to Manitoulin Island once in the summer, but other than that, we never went anywhere as a family. You never did the drive to Florida as a family? No, hell no. <laughs> we did have an old Suburban that could have probably limped down there, but uh, no, never. We did it. So me, three sisters, two stepbrothers, my mom and my stepdad in a van for two days. <laughs> How many kilometers until the first fight happened? Oh, we didn't even get out of city limits <laughs> for sure. And this is this is back before uh, you had like good video games or an iPad to look an at, an iPad to watch movies on. Like you're reading books or you're looking out the window. Yeah, for two days, <laughs> <laughs> play the license plate game or whatever. Seriously, I don't know. I don't know if fights have gone down in back seats. Since the technological advancement of in-car entertainment. But part of the reason you would get in a fight is because you had nothing else to do. It was to keep yourself busy. It was entertainment. Yeah. You'd go on your sister's side of the seat on purpose just to get her all worked up. My favorite thing is... uh when your parents say, stop touching them, or whatever, stop touching them. And so you just put your finger really close to their face. I'm not touching them. I'm not touching you. I never touched you. Kids are so annoying. (laughs) You moved into my finger. I just had it here. No, yeah, stop touching my finger with your face. (laughs) I thought I invented that one. No. No? Universal? Yeah. (laughs) Well, have a great March break if you are heading somewhere on vacation and be safe. That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or FM 96.com.